Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch-Up Podcast. We recently went to Splendour about a week ago, hence the voices, which, again, we'll keep mentioning it so we don't get any unsolicited feedback. I'm very scared for Team Splendour because that had to be one of the... How can it be worse than Splendour in the Mud? Oh my God, you're really coming out swinging like this? Yeah, I think I need to be honest about what I was experiencing there. <laughs> I personally had a fine time. I had a great time in Splendour in the Mud, but obviously I had the experience of those in the capital and, you know, not Gen Pop. What I will say, though, is anyone who's been to Splendour before, all the visuals you have of like a really packed crowd and heaving feral behaviour... Nowhere to be seen this year. This year was very, very, very sparse. It's the best way I can put it, sparse. At no point were you bumping shoulders with anyone. Plenty of space to walk, which sounds like a good thing, but not when you've travelled 10 hours to be bumper to bumper (laughs) with your peers, okay? (laughs) Okay, continue. Also, this one's going to shock most of you, so please please, please don't shoot the messenger. The population of people under the age of 14, alarming. The primary demographic this year at Splendour. (laughs) Toddlers. I want to say 30% toddlers, 20% between the age of 5 and 14, 20% between the ages of 18 and 30, and then everyone else is 30 plus. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm so confused. The energy felt like a family family festival. A family fiesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Easter show-esque. <laughs> Tell that, us. What was, with just a backdrop of miscellaneous music. Tell us why me, Flex, and her bestie Sally are walking around. <laughs> like every time, like parents had those little tyke things that like you put the wheelbarrow. The, the wheelbarrow. <laughs> and Sally's like audibly she's disgusted. She's pissed, she's pissed off. Another one. Another one. It was just such a strange scene because obviously, uh, I'm not sure if everybody knows this, but there is, uh, like, children can go to Splendour and under-18s can go to Splendour, so that's not unusual. But generally they're, like, in a little area to the back, somewhere (laughs) concealed away from prying eyes. The way the children were integrated this year, unbelievable. At any given turn, you'd see a child, a real child. When we walked in on day two... Real child. (laughs) When we walked in on day two, the line to get your wristband checked for gold was just as long as the line for under 18s. Oh. Number one, I personally don't think that children and adults should share any common spaces, (laughs) especially recreational ones. It's inappropriate. (laughs) And especially what we would want to go down at festival, which is feral activity. It's just not a safe space for all these kidlets. It's weird. And the vibe did not change backstage. Majority children. They were. And I just want to say to anyone who has issue with what you've said about needing spaces to be separate, I condone that as well because tell me why every time I go to my local park Uh and I want to play on the swing set, a a child appears out of nowhere and I have to leave because it is their safe space. And yet I don't see any children running away from my area when I'm walking (laughs) through Splendour in the Grass trying to get to Lizzo, okay? Very strange. At one point on day two, we were in the amphitheatre going to see Jay Balvin Babes, that amphitheatre was at 20% capacity, <laughs> maybe 30%. Jay Balvin is one of the most streamed artists in the entire world. Like we're talking billions of streams and the amphitheatre did not give. Where do we think Splendour went wrong this year? So I think that 
the lack of crowd, we always knew that was going to happen after Splendour in the Mud. That was mm. a real kick in the guts. That plus cl- cost of living. True. Because how much does it cost to get a ticket? It's expensive. $600, give or take. And then you've got to buy your camping pass, parking pass, but also getting to Byron. So let's say you drive, you're going to spend $100 in petrol. If you're not driving, you're going to get a plane, hundreds of dollars. Then your drinks, your food, your miscellaneous treats. I was watching this video, Vox Pops at Splendor, asking people how much money they spent in accommodation tickets, clothing or whatever. The median price is 1500 Oh, yeah. It's very boutique experience. a flight experience. to Euro vibes. 100%. I will say, now that I have gotten sick from you, I definitely, mm. like, you definitely gave me illness. Mm. <laughs> we- definitely one to discuss later. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get sick. I know. So... Someone else gave it to us. Well, I will say, I'll give you some money. You're the one doing meet and greets the whole Splendour. <laughs> I wasn't. Froomey's chit-chatting to every second person. Who knows what you brought back to us? <laughs> okay. My highlights of Splendour on the Friday night, mm. you, Sally and I, mm-hmm. my plus one wasn't there yet. Jordan yes. left me on red. So we were all hanging out. I was kind of plus oneing with you guys. No, it was the three of us. Okay. In the gold bar, which yes. is... Available to all the public, so I am one to explain this to everyone without feeling any kind of um. What was it that I called everyone? Uh, common folk. Common folk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never let me live that down, Mickey. What do you think about that phrase? Bit of a sore spot for me. Yeah, don't make it's me just like, so brutal. It's, it's up there with muggle. Like it's the same energy. <laughs> derogatory. Yeah, it's you derogatory. Know, you know when you say something that's misconstrued, so you keep bringing it up. Yeah. That's what this is. The highlight for my splendor was seeing Jay Balvin. Not gonna lie, I didn't know who he was before, and I have some experience with reggaeton music. <laughs> <laughs> You're a liar. You don't. Flakes. Okay. I live in Bondi Beach. Okay. I'm like, my. She's an indulged a Brazilian backpacker once I or have. twice. Yeah. I'm hearing Brazilian drums on the grassy knoll every Ooh. Sunday mm-hmm. from my house in South mm-hmm. Bondi. And like, <clears throat> go to any house party in South Bondi, you're bound to be hearing reggaeton on repeat. Oh, okay. So, you know, I have dabbled in the past. However, this gave me a whole new lease on life of that genre of music, Jay Balvin had this electric stage presence, which I'm not sure I saw with any other artist at Splendour. Mind you, I only saw him and one other artist, Redacted. Lizzo. (laughs) (laughs) I'll always be here to set the (laughs) record. No, I love Lizzo too. It's just that we didn't get our act together, so he missed my favourite song, To Be Loved. Yeah. That was a bit of a sore spot. But I will say another one of my favourite situations was when me, you and Sully went to the mosh pit and we just kept finding ourselves like standing in <laughs> in walkways. Like no matter where we walked, we were somehow in Something a was off. Way. I don't know. <laughs> What's really frustrating about me is some of the experiences I love the most are experiences that piss me off. <laughs> I love being in the pit. The moment someone even grazes me, it's game over. <laughs> yeah. Like, don't touch me! <laughs> but in particular, what I hate about festivals is being... Or standing in a position that ends up being a walkway or a thoroughfare. <laughs> and I don't know what it is about me or the energy that I bring into a space, but it happens consistently. I don't care if I'm like sandwiched in between a crowd. It kept happening. So the three of us started, you know, kind of like the top of the bottom section, the top of the amphitheater. And I'm like, okay, can we move down a little bit? We're in a thoroughfare. As soon as we move, 
give it five minutes and we're just <laughs> it's just us in this deep sea of nothingness <laughs> we go further in we're surrounded by people for maybe 30 seconds a deep sea of nothingness please everyone why are you leaving us i just want to be close to someone i will say some chicks came up to you like, like, as soon as I saw it going down, I stepped back a bit. They pointed at you. They're like, who it are was you? so, like, Frumi, <laughs> this is how you know Frumi's on a ride or die. She's not. Because, okay, we're all standing there having a good time, right? Having a good time, whatever. This group of girls in front of us. One of them turns around. She sees me. She's clocked me. It's like she's clocked a ghost and, like, <laughs> a Megatron at the same time. She gets her pointer <laughs> right in between my... <laughs> my pupils and says podcaster <laughs> podcaster who are you <laughs> when she said who are you I was like I gotta get out then through me literally she's like that the one Simpsons meme I know of Homer <laughs> stalking backwards into the hedge is exactly what through me she left <laughs> I said I can't see this going down real. I had to give you privacy for that moment that was like um, <laughs> What's it called? Not like a mercy kill. <laughs> it's like, I'd never felt more abandoned in my life. I'm so sorry. But I do worry for Splendor. I feel like it's not coming back next year. They would have lost so much money not selling those tickets. And I think what a lot of like legacy or heritage brands get wrong is that they assume that Gen Z has any type of loyalty. Brand loyalty is a very millennial thing, a very boomer thing. Gen Zs don't do loyalty in the same way. And also, I think that very millennial boomer thing to do is to assume the higher the price point, the more worth it it's going to be. So we see that like, this is a premium festival. We've got to go. We don't want to miss out. And I think everyone's like, wait a second. If I can see this same thing on TikTok or I can see this same act in my city for a fraction of the price, why would I? And I think the, the question that a lot of these festivals can't answer is why would I? Because going to see a performer you really like is not the incentive. You're paying to do that. And so it's like, yeah, of course, when I'm paying 500 bucks, I'm going to see someone I like. What else are you offering? They're not offering anything else. Or if they are, it's a watered down version of what they did last year or the year before. We've seen it. Oh, shots fired. Well, if I get invited back, I'd consider it, <laughs> actually. You've been listening to the Flex and Froom's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.